my f- there <laughs> is a sh- ton of sodium and pickles. Ah! I mean, it sits on a shelf. Are you kidding? Oh, this is the saddest thing that's ever happened to me. Let's go home. Pros is a carbon neutral certified B Corp. That means not only are you getting the best for your hair, but you're also supporting a brand that cares about the planet. Sustainable, ethical, cruelty-free, Pros checks all the boxes. With Pros, there's no risk. If you don't absolutely love it, they'll take it back. No questions asked, but trust me, once you go Pros, there's no going back. Custom made-to-order hair care with Pros is the key to achieving all of your hair goals this year. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 50% off your first subscription order today, plus 15% off and free shipping every subscription order after that. Go to pros.com slash wild. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash wild for your free in-depth hair consultation and 50% off your first subscription order. I've been spending so much time on Etsy recently. I always run to Etsy for pretty much everything. And with my wedding coming up, I literally always have it open on my browser. Remember, a gifting moment is always around the corner. I'll say that again. Guys, remember, a gifting (laughs) moment is always around the corner. One more time. Guys, a gifting moment is just around the corner. Okay, glad you listened. Birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, or those just because days. Etsy's gift mode has you covered for all of them. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. Welcome back to Wild Till 9. Wahoo! I'm thrilled that cuffing season is high and ready to go. You're wearing your uh, your your heart Valentine sweater for the sixth day in a row. When I tell you that I have not taken this sweater off, and I, I made the mistake of uh, vlogging multiple days in a row, and I'm I'm continuously wearing it. I will say, I think I wear like three to four outfits a day for like... And when, when I say outfits, I want to be very clear. It's it's oversized sweatpants and like t-shirts that look like they came from a beer box for free. Like they're not they're not like a sleigh outfit. How would you describe your your style? Uh, <laughs> beer box adjacent. Do you never get t- t-shirts from beer boxes? My like there was no drinking in my home. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, I exclusively slept in these like beer box t-shirts that came for free. Oh, that all ne- of these. That were never flown. It's oh. a Canadian thing. Is that just a Canadian thing? Yep. What? This is such a core memory Wait, for me. Oh would, my God. So. All these different beer boxes came with free t-shirts. It's a great idea. XL, down to my knees as a small child. Great idea. The youngest advertiser for Canadi- Canadian's favorite beer brands. Well, I, like, I feel like it's just great marketing. I, so my dad exclusively wore these beer box shirts as like actual clothing, which right. my mother was not thrilled about. And I exclusively wore them as sleepwear. I, yeah, I, Donna would have never allowed me to leave huh. the house in a beer shirt. Like my first job being a beer, like working stock at a guy. distribution, like yeah. I for Miller. Uh-huh. She, I think she almost disowned me that day. Huh? Yeah. Wow. I'm really lucky in the sense that my parents we um, know. No, no, no. But they they never told me to not wear something. And listen, do I wish that sometimes they maybe had stepped in and be like, hey, let's not wear those free shorts that you got playing soccer four years ago every single day for the entire um like warm seasons of Canada weather? Do I wish that maybe they had been like, maybe, maybe let's, let's not? Yes, there, there are probably some times where I needed a little bit of help and I would have accepted some guidance. But I think back in like, my parents really did not give a, they they let me live my life 
as the fashionista that I was in these I'm, beer box t-shirts and free soccer team shorts. I can't imagine <laughs> me like pushing the envelope that much fashion wise, yeah. but th I can recall plenty of times when I was told to go back and uh, try again. Huh, oh, even yeah. though you had uniforms? Well. Wait, what were you wearing that you had to go back and try again? Not sure. Donna was like, you know what? I just don't think these patterns are, are like- oh, uh, that much. Did you have those iconic, this is gonna be such a, like a specific memory for people of our generation. American Eagle, which is in both countries, right. had these plaid patchwork shorts. For, for a moment there, I was like, like, did they have Canadian Eagle? Was there an offshoot <laughs> of it? Imagine Canadian Eagle. <laughs> there was these plaid, these plaid patchwork shorts from American Eagle. Mm. And they were like red, blue, green, white, and a little bit of yellow. Okay. There was like the more softer, more feminine colors for like the Bermuda shorts for women. And then there was the the like the darker ones that had like a little more navy and burgundy in it for men. Not a not a stable memory for me. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. That was every but kid like, in high school. Those were like the shorts. I thought like you're describing what was kind of yeah. every Hollister. Yes, yes. Era. I take it back, I owned those shorts. <laughs> a staple of every millennial high school Honestly, career. I think those probably came back out when I went to college. I bet they did. Yeah. That's giving fresh I wish I had those shorts right Jerry. now. Oh my God. Oh my God. <sighs> I mean, yeah, no, I could pass on those. I feel like uh, pants sizes yeah. for guys went through a big transition from the, like when I was born to like when I left college. We went from too big too small, to this. To, there was never like a, an era where everyone just wore jeans that fit. I, I don't have much to contribute on this one. So go ahead, you have the floor. I just feel like sizes for dudes, uh -huh. like it's either way too tight oh, like or way too big. Oh, like skinny jeans yeah. or yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that one picture of Zach Kornfeld wearing the, oh fuck, what brand are those jeans? Those like mega jeans. Uh, it's something with a, it's like G Star? J? Raw? No. Oh, J brand? Maybe it was Jinko. Jinko, Jinko jeans. Yes. Oh my God. Literally just type in Zach Kornfeld Jinko jeans and it's such an iconic photo. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. Jinko yeah. jeans. Never had those. Yeah. That that was a, I, I didn't, I wasn't a Jinko girl. Um, I want to say something vulnerable that I learned on TikTok the other day. I'm thrilled for you to share. I. There's there's a lot of things that I've learned over and and quite publicly too, um, <laughs> which Man, is always fun. One discipline you don't want to do publicly: uh, learn, no, learn, learn things live. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> oh, oh, everybody else in the world knew this fact. Cool. So what I didn't know, but the I want to preface this by saying the TikTok that I saw was a girl being like, "Holy fuck! I can't believe I didn't know this," and everyone that I've been talking to about this also didn't know. And so maybe we're all just big dummies. I feel like you probably know this, so feel free to act just as surprised as you would be if you were in my position. Action. Dry cleaning? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Dry cleaning? Hold on. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready, I'm ready. I thought that dry cleaners, when you take something to the dry cleaner, especially like, you know, specialty fabrics and textures, I thought that they were just really good at washing things because that's what they do. They're the dry cleaners. They are the professionals. Like I thought when you take something there, they just know how to wash things better than us at home. Okay. <laughs> so then to my dismay, when I find out that it stays dry, 
So they use a liquid solvent. Okay, and so now I know a fuck ton about dry cleaning because I was like, no fucking way. So, okay, so you think that they're in like washing individual pieces of clothing? No, I thought that they would just, I don't know, maybe they've got their whites, their delicates, their fucking wedding dresses, their spandex, I don't know, and they just are better at washing. So you think they're throwing everyone's clothes? Yes. In this, uh, I thought that it, the back of a dry cleaner would look like a laundromat. Dead ass. I could not, I could not be more serious. Well, okay. <laughs> you can get your clothes washed at some dry cleaners. Right, for like a laundry service? Right. But, but this makes so much more sense now why some of those companies have been popping up where they'll be in a strip mall and you can drop off all your laundry and they give it back. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? why are you trying to compete with little dry cleaners? But when you heard the, the term dry cleaning, what part about that? No idea. Could, could I, I don't know. No idea. Couldn't tell you. This isn't any less stupid yeah. than me not realizing that the three yeah. on a treadmill is three miles per that hour. Do, that does make me feel a little Which, bit better. In Canada, is it three, three kilometers per hour? Yeah. So you, if you walk, uh, if like, if you're comfortable walking at a three miles per hour pace on your treadmill here, it would be obviously a higher number in kilometers on Canadian. Makes products. you feel better. Yeah. There's a placebo effect there. Sure. I like that. Sure. Okay. So um, you thought that they were throwing our laundry in with like a cheat code sheet. Yes. To make it not. So you thought like when we take our leather jackets and yes. suede. Yes. And. I thought that they just know how to wash it. They've got professional washing machines. That's what I thought. That is what I thought. And so anyways, what I learned now, for those of you who are also just discovering this alongside me, is that they use solvents that we do not have access to as a, well, you probably could get them, but like you, they use special solvents. So technically things are getting kind of liquid. There's a liquid involved and then they wash it in their machine, but there's no bubbles and soap and detergent. They don't put it in a dryer, which makes so much sense. Why shit doesn't shrink when you send it do we stop here? I mean, this is- I don't know, but it is exhausting being stupid. It, I have another riveting question. To be question. fair, you've never can even remotely claimed to be a laundry expert. Oh, no, 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 no. And I made um, the mistake, which ended up being the best thing that I could have ever done so early in Jeremy and I's, in Jeremy and I's relationship where I offered to do some of his laundry, washed a really expensive, washed a really expensive sweater, shrank said sweater and Never had to do laundry again for Jeremy. I'm not kidding. I literally, what? oh, I, I washed that or, or whatever. And I just go, well, did you, did you dry it? When I tell you that I did not own a drying rack until I met Jeremy as well too. And like, I could tell <laughs> when I asked her if she, if she dried it, that. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm low. Yeah. Which is quite hot. It's very, quite hot. You know, I, um, I, well, I also buy less expensive clothing than I used to. So I feel like I'm. Thank God. Caring for my laundry less. Yeah. Like post COVID, I'm like, fuck it. Yeah. Uh, but also you're uh, pretty reckless when it comes to clothing. Yeah. But like to your point. I'm not I'm not reckless with my favorite pieces though. Okay. Now that I know more about laundry. The more you know. The more, the more that I know. Yeah, I, cause I'm like house, I would be so sad if I lost this piece. Even if it was a $12 sweater, like this sweater, you know, it was not super expensive. To your credit. But I love this sweater. Uh, if there's one like, thing about you that is so endearing, but also like-, like Oh, no. I, no, no, You do, <laughs> the, the, the purchase price or how much something is worth dollar-wise to somebody else. Yeah. I can't, like, I, I cannot think of a time where that influences how you respect or feel about that item. Like some people are like, oh. no, it's, it's this brand, which means it's, like, it's yeah, expensive. No, no, Therefore no. it has more worth. No. Not you. You no. were like, yeah, but 
this sweater that I got at Walmart seven years ago is softer than that little designer one over there. Therefore, this one's nicer. Yes. I have a girl math wedding situation that I would like to propose to you and get your approval on. Not necessarily your approval, but just not along. So there was a veil that I wanted. Yes. Okay. And because I'm working with a bridal boutique mm-hmm. um, and I'm selling my soul in exchange for social promotion in turn for, to exchange for dresses. Right. Okay. So the girl math here is that I'm only happy to pay for my alterations for the seamstress for the work that she does. Okay. Okay. Because again, I am paying in sell in soul selling content making experience. Okay. So the girl math here is that we're saving money on the dress cost. Okay. Right. Right. Found a veil that I really, really liked. It was $800. That's fucking insane. That is absurd. For a sheer piece of fucking, literally more translucent than toilet paper. Are you kidding? For $800. That's cuckoo. Okay, question. Yeah. Cuckoo. Do you like it? I love it. Is it better than the other veils? So, okay, okay. So I was like, I'm- How am I doing? I'm great. You're doing okay. great. You're great. You're great. You're really yeah. girl mathing along with the girl math here. Yeah. Action. Okay. So then I was like, okay, let me see if I can find a dupe. Okay. So I go to, over to Etsy. Mm. I, I look at, I've looked at every veil on every website that exists on, on www.internet. And okay. I've looked at every single veil. Found a dupe ish on Etsy and in a similar style. It was like, okay, fuck, this is still $200 though. Okay. And it's a lot, it's, it's large. Is it made of like, like, is it like a material thing? Like what, what, what is it that is, aside from like being a designer thing, right? No, no, it's it's not even designer. It's from fucking anthropology. The one that I like that is $9 billion. What? Okay. So anthropology has a, uh, a wedding brand called Beholden. Okay. Okay. And they're just not cheap. It's, it's not. Anthropology also, is expensive. Anthropology also is not cheap. Expensive. If Very you want to spend $45 on a freaking door pole, that's where you go. D- door pole? Sorry, like a drawer pole. A drawer pole? Like a knob. Yeah. That, those are the words that you said earlier? I said door pole, but I meant drawer pole. Okay. Got it. I've yeah. had a really long day today. Oh yeah, you have. We are operating on. By the way, the hair looks great. Thank you so much. I mean, it looks fantastic. I want to be very clear that I also worked out this morning quite early and then I, like, I'm not just tired because I was getting my hair done all day. That sounds so, I mean, yeah, but it's. <laughs> I think I would be more tired having to be in a chair, stuck, get, having my hair done it's, it's than being, I would working It's out. being chatty for that long. Yes. That's the tiring part is, yeah. that, is that like, you're just yapping. You're yapping with the girlies there. Also, I think in every like professional relationship, there's somebody who usually starts the conversation and yeah. somebody who then follows. Yes. I've made it my personality way too often in life to be the starter of said personality. Yeah. And sometimes I don't have any personality that day. And I just mm. want to shut the fuck up. That's my favorite thing to do. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Well, like the AirPod has been a gift. Yeah, truly. Yeah. Truly. Um, anyway, I digress. Hair looks great. Okay. So back to this $800 so toilet so, paper. So $800 toilet paper um, from Beholden Anthropology. So I find a dupe on Etsy, it's $200. That's still a lot of money. Because then if this one doesn't work out, then if I wanna go back and buy the original one, cause I don't think there's returns on this Etsy order. I, because it's it's kind of like a custom made situation. It's from like a small business, you know right. what I mean? So it's not like I'm not returning it to freaking whatever. Yeah. I got it today. It's fine. It's not. Wait, does this have anything to do with the sign on your the DIY room that actively says- There is a new sign in our household. It's discriminating against one specific type of person. What does it say, Jeremy? No Jeremy's past this point. <laughs> I've got I've got three pairs of wedding shoes. I've got our welcome party. I've got the welcome party dress and I now have a veil there. Were those the pair of shoes that you opened in the middle of the entryway and then just left there? Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Well, I've kind of seen those. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There, also, there's so many pairs of white shoes in this house. There's, there's, you won't remember. 
Right. Anyway, um, so I can't return this veil. And I was like, I was like, you know what? This will be great though. It's a quarter of the price, but still kind of a lot again for this like really thin fabric, but small business, whatever, handmade, blah, blah, blah. And it's not that intricate. Like when I say like handmade. Well, I'm trying to figure, is it like a, a, what is it that like, I don't know. You saw this veil and you go, I found the one. Yeah. And until you saw the price tag, you thought that was the veil for you. Yeah. What is it about it? I mean, I don't want to go into detail and describe it and ruin it because I'm probably going to buy it. Oh. So I'm oh. girl mathing myself oh. into because I saved the money technically because the fight, the, the exchange, girl math. the exchange here uh-huh. for the the influencer sell soul content in exchange for wedding dresses, uh-huh. saving money. Sounds saving. Like, it sounds like we've now. Saving money. Spent more money than we would have had you just bought the expensive thing in the first place. Okay, that's not very girl math of you. That is not very girl math of you. I Try again. It sounds like, <laughs> it's okay. It sounds like, and it is a bummer. No, actually it's not even a bummer. Yeah. It sounds like we're doing three things here. Okay. One, we're working with people we like and the products that they make are a good match because it fits your taste and what you want to look like with the dresses. Anthropology? The, yes, no, well, whoever you're working with for the- Oh, the, Kinsley James. Yes. Yes. That yes. partnership, yes. right, is saving you a bunch of money. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Sorry, I glitched, okay. I glitched, I glitched. You're not doing very yes. good right now. Great, okay. great, great, okay. yes, keep going, that keep going. That partnership is saving you a bunch of money. Yes. Therefore, a veil that would otherwise be way too expensive for what it is. Yes. That you probably should have purchased it just upfront. Uh-huh. That led you down a little bit of a path yeah. that actually turned out to be a positive because you supported a small business. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And now still have this thing that you can give to somebody else or don't, whatever yeah, else you, or yeah, keep it, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And you're still ending up saving so much money because you're buying something that's completing a look that you've already saved a ton of money on. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. felt like your hair care routine is just missing something. If you're still using hair products that are mass produced and in the one size fits all category, it is time to switch things up. I always dreamed of smoother, more voluminous hair. And I have been through so many hair products trying to find the right fit. And that is when I discovered Pros. And let me tell you, it is a game changer. Pros isn't your average hair care. It's custom made for you. Their unique formulas are crafted to meet your specific hair needs using natural, sustainably sourced ingredients. It's like having a personal hair care chef. My journey with pros started with their in-depth consultation. They asked about my hair goals and I was all about getting that increased volume and a balanced scalp. But it wasn't just about my hair. Pros wanted to know about me. The questions about my zip code, eating habits, even my exercise routine. It was a little surprising at first, but made so much more sense because all of these things truly factor into your hair health. With my responses in hand, pros crafted a lineup just for me, including their pre-shampoo mask, which I am obsessed with. The results, my hair has never felt better. We're talking softer, shinier, fuller, you name it. Here's the best part. Pros is a carbon neutral certified B Corp. That means not only are you getting the best for your hair, but you're also supporting a brand that cares about the planet. Sustainable, ethical, cruelty-free, Pros checks all the boxes. With Pros, there's no risk. If you don't absolutely love it, they'll take it back. No questions asked, but trust me, once you go Pros, there's no going back. 
Custom made-to-order hair care with pros is the key to achieving all of your hair goals this year. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 50% off your first subscription order today, plus 15% off and free shipping every subscription order after that. Go to pros.com slash wild. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash wild for your free in-depth hair consultation and 50% off your first subscription order. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We often hear that relationships should be easy, but that's not always true. The best relationships are often those where both people actively work to make them better. Lauren and I have worked hard to keep our relationship moving in the right direction. And although we have faced our shares of ups and downs, misunderstandings and disagreements, we've always been able to work through them together. We're both committed to working on ourselves and our relationship. For me, this journey involved therapy and that's where BetterHelp came in. It provided a better space to understand my emotions and reactions to continually work on bettering my communication. I've also been committed to working on myself with therapy. It has become such a life hack for me, helping me in all facets of life. And BetterHelp makes it so easy to prioritize. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. With BetterHelp, I can access therapy from anywhere, fitting sessions into my busy life. It became a cornerstone of my personal growth and, by extension, the growth of my relationship. BetterHelp isn't just about tackling challenges. It's about building stronger connections with the people in our lives, be it friends, colleagues, or loved ones. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com WT9 today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com WT9. Have you ever found yourself in a gift giving panic, scrambling for that perfect present? It can be so stressful trying to find something the person in your life will absolutely love. Well, breathe easy because now there's gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode on Etsy is a game changer. It's all about taking the stress out of finding that ideal gift, whether it's for the pickleballer in your life, your jazz loving friend, or even the Zen seeker among your circle, Etsy has got you covered. With Etsy's gift mode, it's very easy to explore gifts from independent sellers. We're talking unique finds for every persona, from the artist to the pasta lover. Me, <laughs> me, me and me. Yes, and let me tell you, the variety is genuinely incredible. 90s nostalgia, mixology, reality TV, gaming, Etsy has something for everyone. And I gotta be honest, it's so easy to use. It makes you appear as if you're this incredibly creative, wow, out of the box thinker when it comes to gift giving. And that is something that I can really get on board with. I've been spending so much time on Etsy recently. I always run to Etsy for pretty much everything. And with my wedding coming up, I literally always have it open on my browser. I've talked about past gifts I've gotten on Etsy, like custom dog ornaments at Christmas and engraved decanters for whiskey for Jeremy. And I recently just came across the cutest drink stirs and cocktail napkins where you can get a custom print of your dog on them, AKA Moose and Diggy. I loved them so much. And so essentially this is the gift for for all of the wedding guests um, because they are incredibly adorable and absolute win-win. Remember, a gifting moment is always around the corner. I'll say that again. Guys, <clears throat> remember, a gifting <laughs> moment is always around the corner. One more time. Guys, a gifting moment is just around the corner. Okay, glad you listened. Birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, or those just because days. Etsy's gift mode has you covered for all of them. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. Okay, so uh, $800 veils seems excessive. That's dumb. That is so dumb. Seems excessive. That's dumb. But you're not, um, you're, you're not like 
there's not four dozen of these that are like already racking up. Like it's a wedding. Some, there's gotta be some live items that are like, I will never buy an $800 tissue again. But this is the one day that I don't feel bad about buying said $800 tissue. I already just know too that I'm just not, I'm just not happy. Like it's, so basically there's like a raw edge, which you typically can do with like tool, the specific fabric. Like you don't have to like hem it. Babe, just order the, order the other one, just order it. You know, you know you're going to end up with it. By the way, you can return the anthropology one, right? Yeah, I probably can. Then order it and then look at it and go, is you're this right. worth four times as much? Yeah. And if the answer is not unequivocally yes, mm. send it back. That's, that's good girl math. Girl math. That's good. Uh, I I think that girl math. Yeah. Has a place in my life, for the I rest of time. I think so too. Yeah. I think so too. And it's unfortunately, not all bad. because I have a place in your life for the rest of time. Right. Girl math comes too. Right. Girl math comes too. But um, I if that's the most like excessive one-off thing, so far. Yeah, that probably is like the one that, the, the price tag personally that I feel like doesn't quite match up the way that it should. Right. Because like when you pay for vendors who are like managing we'll the logistics. six people there seven hours ahead of time. Right, loading setting in. up the tables and yeah. the chairs and the floors, who's cutting the stems and you know, like all of that, like that makes sense. Like yeah. the designer for the invitations who's putting in the hours on Illustrator and Procreate and all those things or whatever. Like that makes sense because this just feels so expensive. I mean. I think that's like the thing with like a, a good that is made somewhere else that you I don't even know. I fucking hate when paying for paying more for something though gets you better quality. You know what I mean? Like it, well, it's it's so it's so sick. It's so nice when you find something that was like less expensive and is an as good or better product. No matter how much money I make, I, I think that I'm always just programmed to think like this, and it fucking it's just such a punch in the yeah. Dick I was thinking like the, the quality of things is just like falling off a cliff. In general. <sighs> I bet this veil is beautiful quality. Also, everything's so expensive right now. Yeah, like Doesn't it feel that veil, way? yeah. Like, like I, uh, t truly, could you imagine buying an $800 piece of tissue to wear over your face for 37 <laughs> minutes? I will say the piece of tissue is many, Stunning. many feet long. Oh. It's not a little amount of fabric, that's for sure. Say more. <laughs> I'm not gonna give everything away. I actually saw a picture of somebody wearing a suit that changed my mind on what I want to wear for the wedding. No way. Yeah, today. Oh my God, today. tell me more. Nope. Fuck. No, um, <laughs> well, no, it's like that. Mine's not a surprise. I mean, I feel like tuxedos are like being very, or yeah. like black, very black tie and like formal is kind of the vibe you kind of go for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I saw this like double breasted uh, suit mm -hmm. jacket that looked fucking amazing. Yeah. Now I've never looked good in a double breasted blazer okay. in my entire life and I'm, I'm, I'm like psyching myself up already to be excited about this. I know when I go put like seven of them on, I'm like, this is stupid. Let's mm -hmm. go back to plan A. Mm -hmm. However, I might, I might go that route. Also, you could do an outfit change. Is that crazy? Uh, not if you're buying $800 tissues. Yeah. Literally, I'm just gonna freaking buy a piece of white tissue paper from a multi- I know pack. a DIY queen. I know, I know. What are you, what are you sad about? I'm just so sad that I know the money's gonna get me better quality. I hate when this happens. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh God. Like, so what I was saying about the raw edge is that like the sides of it, I can see the scissor cuts. You have so much domain knowledge about fabric and stitching and- uh, That's the problem.
problem though is that I think sometimes it, it, mm. it's like a because it, like most people probably like I had someone hem a dress um, and oh that was a hack job that was a hack job and we could both see that yes and we could both see that but like because I know how to use a sewing machine do I fight with it every time yes but like do I know how it works yes so like when I saw how bad of a job this 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 the whole hem house was, by the way gets involved when you're like sewing something I feel like it's a oh it's the, the energy is different it's a group effort. So I know yeah. I had to sew something in a long time sewing something with Gunner when we did that video together was the most beautiful thing in the entire world. He held my hand and was so nice to me the whole time. It was wonderful. Um, Is that what you need me to do next time? So I don't know you if, can do it. if you in the room would actually help with the no, I, think it would. I don't think it would either. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that. Uh, and then uh, do you want to tell people about how we almost completely blew off our wedding planner yesterday? Oh my and God. missed the entire oh presentation of what oh our my God. basically our entire reception will look like? I am someone who really prides himself on being on time to things. I really respect, I live and die by my calendar. Allow me to mansplain your, um, Go ahead. your, I guess, organizational skills. Uh -huh. One of the main reasons why after date number one with you, I was like, this girl's kind of different in a positive way was- Wait, I can't wait to hear what you're about to say. No, like, I, coming out of my, like my lap, that, like, that, that job specifically, yeah. I was interfacing with talent so much. I was constantly in meeting with just like talent, creators, mm, mm, musicians, mm, whatever else. Mm, mm, mm. And like talent can be frustratingly like not on time, not organized, not oh type my God. A month. Of course, yeah. there, are, there are of course exceptions, but like mm. I assumed going into that date, you were not going to be like on time, organized, have a plan, have a plan tomorrow, have everything like, to, like I could tell by the way you were just presenting information, you like had a reason to do so. I'm like, who the fuck is this? Like, how is she creative? Damn, people must have must have really like lowered the bar for me to just like have a few things on my calendar and like show up for them. <laughs> and listen, thank you to all of well, the influencers who are incredibly late to everything. I mean, you're aware of the clients that I used to work with. Yes. It, it, yes. It's not even like a, yes. a like a potential like that they were going to be organized. Yeah. I, the, some of these people, I was like, oh, there's no chance this meeting happens. But by the way. We can't not go. So let's drive in our ass an hour over right, to the, that side right, of LA, right. sit there for them to be three hours late. Part of the game. Anyway, part of the reason why I was just so like, like just like, I feel like logically or rationally interested in you is like, I feel like we could commit to doing something together and, and she, she would, would show actually up. show up and be <laughs> punctual. But like, But have you ever dated somebody who's not as punctual as you are? Um, To be honest, not really. I I genuinely like I think that being late unless you have a legitimate reason is so disrespectful. I cannot stand it. I like yeah. I I it drives me absolutely insane when someone just doesn't respect another person's time enough that they don't have and again, listen, I know that there are like anxiety queen over here. Like I, I get it. I know that there are so many reasons why it can be hard to get out of the door. And I, I'm not, if you're thinking about how you have ADHD and how that affects your morning routine and that's why you're late, like I'm not talking to you. Like that's not the person that I'm talking to. But even then, ADHD as it gets, punctuality yeah. can be a choice. I just, I just think that's exactly what it is. I think that punctuality is a choice. Well, also there's a big difference between, cause I, I watched my mom get off work later than most other parents mm -hmm. and have to be in earlier than most other, like I watched her struggle to like get me and take me and like places, literally just like like cattle just being moved around the mm -hmm. city for 18 years. And a lot of empathy for people that just genuinely barely have enough time to get there to begin with. Yeah, yeah. But there are some people who I know damn well were sitting on their yes. ass 
yes. all morning, forgot to look at the clock and just, oh, oops, my bad, sorry. And like one-offs, whatever. Like everyone's late sometimes. I totally get that. Again, these are not the people that I'm talking about. Right. It's just the person who genuinely doesn't have enough wherewithal to think about what time they have to get up at to do their makeup, to be out the door at a certain time, well, along with LA traffic. On top of that, I feel like I write people off when they when I start to just assume yeah. that they're going to be late. That's what I'm saying though. Like I've never yeah. dated anyone like that because I think that oh, if I got to a point where they were doing that and like blowing me off, I'd be like, this is, I'm, I'm out. I've only I'm dated done. one person who just didn't. And like- Didn't, some of them just don't care. But what's funny is I can easily like lose track of time. Yeah. But when I know that I'm the person who needs to be the timekeeper, mm -hmm. it, I'm like more anal about it than ever. Yeah. And it, there's nothing that will ruin the whole night. And like, I remember like, watching my Uber score just d decrease because of the amount of times that like somebody else Someone, made me yeah, late. Yeah, yeah, and I was yeah. like, I don't want to get mad about this stupid fucking rating, but please. Yeah, get in the car. Get in the fucking car. Get in the car. Yeah, well, um, aren't we just so great together? <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a riveting question that I, this is actually not towards Jeremy, but well, I'll just I, um, be here. Because you're not a pickle guy. Oh, uh, I don't pickle. You're not a pickle guy. I don't pickle. And I Vinegar that, is, I think the most repulsive, like, the flavor and Odorous smell to you. Yeah, it's so funny. Liquid. You can stomach the smell of vinegar? Oh, yeah. Oh, I- Absolutely. If you wanted to torture me, just put a cup of vinegar in a room with me and, <laughs> and, and lock the door. Oh my God. Would, oh, guys, that, he's easy to break. What do you the, want to know? We'll torture that, it out that would, of him that would be with the vinegar. End of me. The vicinity. It doesn't even need to touch me. I don't have to drink it. It's yeah, just no, 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 sitting just there. Near. The smell of vinegar yeah. turns- What is it that um? it's in a- that Kim Kardashian can't eat? It's a, uh, it tastes like soap to her. Ooh. Cilantro. Yes. Cilantro. Oh, that's a common one. Right. Yeah, that's I a common like, one. I feel like vinegar is my cilantro. No, I would say yours is a little more visceral than hers with cilantro. It's putrid. Yeah, you, you really, it really, it really gets you. I would rather bathe in somebody else's sweat than vinegar. Okay. All right. So anyways, what I, what I want to ask the pickle people yeah. is how many pickles they think that they eat in a year. I've just been eating a fuck ton of pickles lately and I'm like. That's not the word you used last night. What? What That's did I say? not the word. What did I say last night? You used another word that I find very Gen Z of you. What did I say? Dummy. You said dummy. Oh, yeah, I did say dummy. I was like, I've been dummying pickles lately. <laughs> and so, like, I've been eating a jar of pickles probably every couple days. Really? Yeah, I've been eating a shit ton of pickles. And so to the pickle people, the good pickle eater pe people, the pod. <laughs> I just need to know how many pickles we're eating. The podcast pickle people? The, the podcast pickle um, people. I need to know on average how well, many so pickles. How many, how much like sodium are you consuming in this weird new pickle obsession that you have? I'm not sure. That's That can't be good. I'm sure it's fine. Aren't you constantly complaining about being bloated? Yes. Uh, you think there's sodium? Lots of sodium in pickles? Show, can you do a There's, fact check on this? I mean, I have had one and a half pickles in my life, but I'm almost positive. Really? Well, what pickles are we eating? Um, it would probably be a, a dill sandwich slice pickle. It's a pickle podcast. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's some sodium in pickles. A lot? Uh, yeah, kind oh. of. <laughs> kind of a fuck ton, honestly. What are, we, what are we looking at here? So if, if someone were to eat a, a, a jar of the pickles she just said, no, 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 no. What's the serving size of pickles? Lauren, what brand of pickles are you eating? So I could look it up. Um, Do you know? Let me see. <laughs> oh my God. Have I just been destroying my body pickle by pickle? I mean, just out here thinking that dry cleaners are wet 
and pickles aren't oh my god like shoved full of sodium and vinegar so that they can sit warm on a shelf for oh six god, years Ralph's and still trying be to make good. me download an app okay it's fine but um yeah it's it's if you eat a jar of pickles it's like about your whole daily value oh. of sodium. <laughs> okay well guys i'm not eating a jar every day oh here we go i was literally eating the kroger spears the other day okay let's see white label kroger yeah straight to the dome Oh my fuck, there <laughs> is a shit ton of sodium and pickles. <laughs> I mean, it sits on a shelf. Are you kidding? Oh, this is the saddest thing that's ever happened to me. It sits oh, on oh a my God. warm shelf for I thought it was maybe the vinegar, the pickling process made it less sodium-y. Okay, serving size, only three fourths of a spear pickle is, oh, I guess it's only 10%. I don't know. Out of a hundred. All I know is that if you're eating multiple pickles every day, you're eating a lot of sodium. Oh man, this is so upsetting. Anything else I can do for you? Oh, do you know how many calories are in a pickle? No, wait, 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 wait. Girl math, Lauren, you're drinking a lot of water right now, right? Cause you're on yes. 75 hard. Yes. And those, those cancel out. No, like scientifically actually, like because you're- Because my you water more intake electrolytes is up? And you don't have salt in your water. So in well, order to absorb you need, you need salt. Someone also, I saw this random TikTok and I'm sure this girl has so many degrees in psychology. Do you and do like, anything besides just stare at TikTok all day? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Because um, this is like the fourth time in the last six seconds. And I, six, I thought you were being TikTok funny. is an education platform. By the way, there's a STEM tab that I constantly. The way that I disabled the STEM tab so it doesn't even show it to me anymore. What's funny is I get, about, I get about a dozen in and I'm like, man, I feel like my algorithm's really starting to think I'm a smart fucking dude. And, and then the I'm like, page. I'm on the STEM. Yeah, yeah, I literally was like, don't show me the STEM page. You can, you can turn it off. You don't, you're not living. I'm on pickle talk. So anyways, a girl was saying how she gets crazy vivid, like whack dreams. Who else in this room gets crazy vivid whack dreams? It's me, you. it's me. And she was saying that she started eating pickles before she went to bed because it helps with your electrolytes for some reason. I don't know if those things are well, actually- Yeah, the a, sodium. Yeah, yeah, this. This all makes so much sense and I'm going forth on my pickle journey. Okay. Yeah, so anyway, uh, she said that she cured her crazy, vivid, insane dreams with eating pickles before bed. You're also just like, you, you just need something like to snack on yeah, before you go to bed. You, you, like you need it. I will die if I don't get a little treat. And I've never really been with somebody whose entire <laughs> mood would shift for the worse <laughs> if that didn't happen. Like obviously if like you get like, you know, hungry during the day, like, yeah. you know, totally. But yeah. I mean, after a full dinner, sit on the couch, doing nothing, burning zero calories. Oh, I mean, yeah, you are just zero. breathing and-, no, yeah. and Aura ring is like, you should stand up right now like maybe for a little bit. Three reminders to stand yeah. the fuck up later. You're like, yeah. I think I'm gonna go shove some of that stuff in my mouth. Jeremy and I just had this conversation the other day about how like, I love food. The minute that I am done eating, I'm so sad that I'm not eating anymore. And I'm just thinking about what my next meal or my next snack is going to be. Yeah. And it makes me like, I would love to see a live brain scan of mm -hmm. what what kind of endorphins my brain dumps when I'm eating something that I love. Probably a dummy amount to Probably, be honest. I would, no, that's not the right, that's not the way to use it. It's not a dummy amount? Dummying is like, I'm doing, like, I've been dummying like a, like a lot. Yeah, so it. your brain would be um, dummying the serotonin. No, that would make it seem like it's like taking it out. So close, we'll try Fuck. again another time. Anyway, uh, I don't know what you were saying. Oh, yeah, so like- and, and Jeremy just like eats to survive. 
Like I could forget to eat for an alarming that amount of time. Is, when I go to bed at night, I'm like, ooh, I'm so excited to eat my overnight oats tomorrow morning. <laughs> like if I'm not actively hungry, food yeah. doesn't exist. Oh, yeah, but man. that's kind of the case with everything. I feel like for me, like, God. like the, the brain is very, you don't, yeah, but you don't I feel understand like, this. I feel like with like food people, you're either, totally. like, you're either a foodie where you like love eating, you love just like eating. But like you don't slow down to eat. What do you mean? Like there are some foodies that I know who- Eat so slow so that they can savor it and enjoy yes, it. and like- Fuck, I wish I could they, be one of those people. Like it is an experience, right? And they're, yeah. they're very good at cooking and like the whole process of like why we get the meat here, the veggies uh, and everything. Yeah. You do none of that. Yet you still love the food. Eat it as fast as really your little mouth of yours can just <laughs> chomp through it. And then are sad that it's over. So sad. Yeah. So sad. It, you know what? So for my snack tonight. No, uh, pause. <laughs> I just realized. <laughs> You are moose. Yes, yes. You moose are moose. I have a lot of qualities there. We do share a lot of the same qualities like there. If you don't get fed on time, yeah, everyone pays. Yes. You could always eat more. Always eat more. And you are genuinely putting yourself at risk and mm -hmm. at hazard by how fast you eat and compared to how fast you should be eating. That's probably true, yes. Moving on. Um, I can't remember, but anyways, yeah, let me know if you're a food person like me or a food person like Jerry. I wonder like chemically what is different about that. Cause like, there's no way that we feel the same way about- That's food. what I'm saying. Like, I really think that like, if you were to see a live brain scan of right. like what's happening, like the brain activity while we're both eating our favorite foods, I think that ours would look totally different. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. What's your number one favorite food? Filet. Yeah. And if you could wrap that fucker in bacon, even better. So meat wrapped in meat. Meat wrapped in meat wrapped yeah. in meat. Uh, if you told me tomorrow that I I would gain ten more years of my life if I just went vegan, keep the ten years. Hmm. And I mean, I, mean yeah. I don't mean that like in like a like a fill. Totally, no, I mean like, no, it's you, a, you love meat. I just can't. Like, I am not fulfilled in a meal. I know a lot of guys like that. Yeah, I, without like they're like they're like hearty source of hearty source of meat protein. I also don't care about carbs. Like I can cut bread and be I fine. love carbs. The amount of times that I go and just open up whatever's like the the, the, the dishes, yeah. just eat the meat and cheese and walk on. I also love cheese too, that's a problem. <laughs> what are your hobbies? Um, um, eating pickles eating by the jar. Pickles by the jar. And eating thinking carbs about my next meal. And thinking about my next meal. I mean, basically you're oh, every God. person on TikTok. Yeah, I love carbs, that's my problem. You do like carbs. I love carbs. Like, but you like pretty much everything besides seafood. That's also not true. I love shrimp and I love lobster. Right. Okay. I well, love scallops too. Right. Not a salmon. Not a salmon. Whitefish, not bass. A, not a fishy gal. I get it. Not yeah. a fishy goral. You would have been hard pressed a couple hundred years ago back in Japan. Yeah. 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 Like no one could relate to you in any way 200 years ago. That's the white side. Here we are. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs>
type, this underwear, game changing. I can confidently say that I will never go back to the old undies. Skims is creating the next generation of underwear for every body. The Fits Everybody collection of underwear is super lightweight and molds to your body. The buttery soft fabric stretches to twice its size without ever losing shape, meaning you get a perfect fit every time. Available in sizes XXS to 4X. I recently ordered the t-shirt bra, the boy short, and the dipped front thong. Each item has been on constant rotation and I've already ordered them in every color. The boy shorts are absolutely unreal for when I'm just chilling at home. I cannot stress this enough. Everything is so soft and you know that I am a cozy queen so I feel more than qualified to rate the softness a 10 out of 10. Believe the hype, Skims has over 100,000 five-star reviews for a reason. The Fits Everybody collection and more perfect fit essentials are available now at skims.com. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. After you place your order, be sure to let them know we sent you. Select podcast in the survey and be sure to select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. And if you're looking for a gift for your Valentine or for yourself, Skims just launched their best Valentine shop ever, also available at skims.com. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. about we didn't even talk about uh how we almost fucked up bad i know i know you just breezed right past that sorry we somehow got onto pickles and eating nope i get it it's go ahead, it go was ahead, important go ahead. your turn no i, I mean, literally yesterday uh going back to lauren's level of organization which is usually like anal pretty on top of it yeah and like you're, you do a good job of planning the day before for your next day and everything like totally. I, i'm winging it a lot in life can't you probably didn't realize that but you, you've got like a, a plan before you take action for whatever reason, I asked you three minutes before what I saw on my calendar. I was like, hey, like, are you, are you speaking with Marnie in like two or three minutes? Our here? wedding planner? Yeah. And you were like, oh, no, that's next week. I was like, no, week. no, it's next week. I was like, oh, okay, got it. And I hear a phone call maybe five minutes later. Oh, my God. No, no. <laughs> oh, no, no. Wait, um, hold on. Um, well, could we? And I'm like, babe, what's going on? And, and you, you for a thought, like for a moment there, you thought you were going to do this on FaceTime. And like to explain what we we're doing. So for everyone out there who hasn't gotten married, they create the table setting in as close of a table setting as mm -hmm. what it'll look like mm -hmm. on the day of. Mm -hmm. And I've never spent hours of my life thinking through what exact plates and chargers and silverware and everything else goes best together. <laughs> chargers though. I do. Unfortunately. I've never thought about it. I've never spent that time. Yeah. But had I put all that time and effort into it, I would want to see it all put together. Yes. But the idea of like us driving at over an hour one way and back to see a, a table with no food on it that is similar to what we'll see the day of. No meat on is it. Is like quite the concept, but also glad we did it because we got there and you go, I think I like one tenth of this. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, haven't missed a meeting. Couldn't tell you the last meeting I missed. Could not tell you the last meeting I missed. I don't, I don't remember a time when you've missed a meeting. Yes, literally. And the way that I, I haven't had to do my makeup in the car in so, so I, again, could not tell you the last time I've I had to do my makeup in the car. I can tell by the every six seconds. Well, would have been nice to have this. Forgot cool. that. At least I have the six. brush for this thing. Forgot cool. that. Cool, got this, fuck. no way to apply it. Fuck, fuck. Uh, 
hair sopping wet. It was like the first time that you must have packed a makeup bag, it sounded like. Apparently, yeah. But by the way, you had a lot of shit. You had 19 brushes. I did have 19 Apparently brushes. Apparently three of them were usable. Yeah, not all of them, that's for sure. Um, and so we hopped in the car, we're uh, about an hour and a half late, unfortunately, but we were able to still see everything. Thank God that the couple was flexible. Classic being an hour and a half late to an hour meeting. That is literally my worst nightmare. Like that is so fucking awful, especially when they've gone through the process of putting together this display of what all of your tables are gonna potentially look like, pulling the flowers. Like multiple people coordinating in order to Make put on happen. a display yes. for you. Yes. And all you have to do is just fucking Literally be there. Be there. The minimum you could do is fucking be there. And so anyways, I have not stopped apologizing since. And I'm so glad that we were still able to go because we, I ended up hating every single plate that I'd picked out. You, I, yeah. Every single one. For, yep. for the seven people that are interested in my perspective. When I walked in, I looked at the, the table and I thought to myself, well, I don't know how to make any of this better, but I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great attitude though. Like, I'm, yeah, like I couldn't like, tell you how to improve if it. If you can't be like, what if we tried this? Yeah, you don't get to be a hater. No, I yeah, truly, unless you can honestly say, hey, by the way, what I'll, really what I just said, but also I knew damn well it was not my turn to be like, you know what? I got a couple ideas. Let me throw got them out there. Notes. I'm just here for just some moral support yeah. here to say yes or no. And if I hate something or love something, mm -hmm. I'll express that feeling. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. also, like, it's a table setting. Don't really care as long as we have all the things we need. And we will. See? And we will. But I did notice that the choices didn't seem to meld well together. Nope, they didn't. And so um, that was my fault because literally I, everything that was not working uh, was, my, was my pick. Nice. Was my pick. So we were an hour and a half late to an hour meeting and you decided to make a bunch of choices that probably were suggested against and all of your- No, nothing was suggested against. We just, we, we some of the things didn't read on the website the same mm. color as they did in person. Yeah, but colors don't all, that's a very common thing I'm noticing. Yeah, that's super common. Why is that? Um, it's like screen preview display. It's like how they shoot the photos, if there's any kind mm. of color cast. Like that, that can happen so easily. RGB versus CMYK. CMYK, great job. <sighs> uh, any other um, fun facts you want to share about color or? No, that's okay. Okay, got it. Um, Lauren so anyways, actually has a, a wealth of knowledge about uh, color palettes, fonts. There's this new game that I want to play with you so bad. It's just this huge board of different colors. It's like all the shades of the rainbow. You were so impressed with me last time we played this game. I felt like I was a child that you were- Oh, no, 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 this is a real, this is a real physical game, not an app game. So we've played the app one before and I was right. impressed with your ability to differentiate shades. You've often said that you think I'm a little colorblind. Well, not that you're colorblind. I think that maybe you just see like 12 colors. Those two things aren't different. <laughs> I guess, I guess. I, no, I, I, I think I know what you're saying, but I see all colors. I just feel like depending on what it's next to, my brain doesn't pay attention enough to right. like differentiate. I think, I think the best way to describe it is like, if I can see 10 shades of blue, I feel right. like you could probably see every other. The fuck does that mean? <laughs> it means that you're probably slightly colorblind. I don't think that's true. <laughs> anyway, so there's this game, there's this huge board game. By the way, you're blind, so I'm, bring it on. Let's if, do it. if it's up close though, let's fucking go. I can see all those bitches. Okay, you go, you go. Let's fucking let's go. Let's fucking go. Uh, okay, let's do it. Let's run. Hey, let's run it. Let's 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 run it. And then after we're gonna do Mavis Beacon typing tests. Oh, I don't want to bring and that I'll up. I'll put you to shame. You fucked me. It was so sad. Yeah, let's go. No. You... And that's on Mavis Beacon typing school. Did you do that in the summer too? Between your math homework? No, I did that during the year. Sick. In the school year. 
Um, so anyways, we are changing all of our plates and um, we, I'm waiting for a quote. I picked out a wedding ring. Amazing. Yep. And yes, if you did listen to the podcast last week, it does in fact have to be custom shaped. You're welcome. And we do have enough time. She was like, it'll be 30 days to make it custom 18 made. It's also 18 not 14. Yeah, so we had a, we had, yeah, thank God. Literally, without this podcast, I don't know, I don't know what I would find out about anything related to our relationship because goddamn. Well, okay, that's unfair. There are certain things in certain aspects of the, okay, every relationship uh-huh. has somebody who kind of owns certain parts of it. Yes. And yes. the other person's more of like a, a follower to the leader. Passenger princess. Right. And let's be honest, there are plenty of verticals where you are princessing. Oh my God, are you kidding? It's just yeah, not this one. of course, it's not this one. It's not this one. But this is one of those things though, that, that one of these things that like, that is a need to know for me, but totally. I don't need to, I don't know that I need to know it because you know it. Right, but like, <laughs> let's be honest, this is very important uh-huh. and you're doing a great job and you're only 99.9 repeating percent of it. Thank you. But none of it would matter if our house burned down because you never change a filter. That's true. So I think we make a good pair. The trade off. Right. Yeah. As I put your cups into the dishwasher today, I was like, I mean, our house alarm does go on and off every night now automatically. I can mm. do this one thing. I can own this. Which doesn't mean that you shouldn't you know, try and actively put your shit into the dishwasher. I'll just never understand why people go for the sink when the dishwasher's right there. I, the pro- you know what it is? When there's a full dishwasher and you put one cup in the kitchen, in the sink, right? Uh-huh. Because like it's full and I'm not gonna unload it. So- uh, the, <laughs> <laughs> the way you, you quietly said that. Anyway, uh, so like I can't put it in the, in the dishwasher, right? Because the house itself hasn't come to empty. The, the house elf, yes. Yeah. So Dobby hasn't come to yes. take the dishes out. Dobby. So I put one, I put one dish in the sink. Uh-huh. Problem is, that's the gateway drug to more dishes in said sink. One, even though Dobby has come and emptied right. the dishwasher. Right. But like, yes. I've already I've already started the trail of dirty dishes yes. in the sink. So then I would have to put in dirty dishes that I haven't used in hours. Which But they're still yours. No, totally, totally, totally. <laughs> I'm I don't quite understand the Jeremy math here on this one, I don't think. It's not here's the issue. I'm not using math, thinking logically, really doing much thinking at all when I go, uh, must have been a reason why I put this dirty dish here instead of there. Let's not do any more research. Let's not look into this. Let's not investigate. <laughs> more research. Let's not investigate any further. <laughs> Let's continue with this motion. Huh, okay, okay, all right. Uh, if listen, I can clean one hell of a toilet rim, when it comes to the kitchen, I don't think I put a dish away my entire childhood and it shows. And it shows. Yeah. And it shows. Well, on that note, um, we've got some great submissions from the Wild Till 9 hotline yeah. this week. I want to do more live line stuff. Yeah? More live lines? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you but interest? No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to. Kept that was out. so fun. I thought it was fun too. No, that was so fun. Yeah. Let's do it again. Um, yeah, we will facilitate that. Watch for watch on the uh, Wild Till 9 Instagram for the next little, uh, little, little prompt. Love it. Caller number one. Hello, Well Till 9. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Jeremy. I hope everyone is doing well. I'm Len. I'm from Belgium, but I've been living in Tokyo for the past two years. What? My question to you guys is how do you deal with an insecure attachment style? I'm curious to know if you both had secure attachment styles from the get-go or if it's something you had to work on separately or together. 
I have a very anxious attachment style and I keep thinking that I'm getting better, that I'm getting over it and healing. And then I get triggered by some guy ghosting me after a date, even though I wasn't necessarily going to go on a second date with him. But just the fact that he ghosted me mm -hmm. triggers my anxious attachment style. And I'm thinking, why doesn't anyone like me? Why am I so unlovable? Yada, yada, yada. And it's been happening over and over again. I did get out of a quite long-ish relationship and I've just started dating again. And I'm in my 30s, early 30s now, and I'm really wanting to find the right person to settle down and just be happy and content and secure with. But I'm pretty sure that having relationship anxiety and an anxious attachment style is giving me low self-confidence, self-esteem issues, making me choose the wrong guys. They're guys that are unavailable, unwilling to do the work, that are going to ghost me, that are going to be manipulative and emotionally unavailable. So even though I would benefit from going to therapy, it's not something that I can afford right now. So I'm turning to the next best thing, which oh, no. is <laughs> you guys. You have both had relationships before finding each other. How have you grown? How were your attachment styles before meeting each other? Please let me know all about your journeys, individual and together. Please share all of your wisdom. And I hope, I hope your love and happiness will rub off on me somehow through the podcast and all others who need it. Thank you so much. Best wishes for the new year. Take care. Oh my God. Why do we have a podcast? She should have one. Also, I just know that she speaks at least three languages. I'm. Can I just tell you how much I appreciate the fact that she uh, obviously went through and cleaned up the audio track before she sent it to us? That was the most beautiful voice note not, we've ever received. Not like she put like thought into before yeah. she started. Yeah. But then when she finished, she goes, oh, you know what? Let me just take out all of the extra. And uh, condense it a little condense, bit. Yeah. Like, wow. Wow. God <sighs> Somebody damn. would be lucky. To find this person, she's so well and give them the best version of and themselves. obviously like emotionally intelligent too. Yeah. Jesus, uh, go ahead. Oh my God! I mean, the, the whole when she said, uh, even if she wasn't interested in that second date, you, I was like, I was like, this Lauren is ding ding ding. <laughs> that's an that's an ego thing though, right? And I mean, but that that's I feel like what insecure attachment style is goes hand in hand with is is like ego and trust. I think it's hard because if you've been burned in the past, like yeah. most people I would say don't end up in as like uh, having an attachment style that's very insecure, it, like naturally. Like I feel no. like something has happened in your past by someone else um, that kind of leads you to that place. And it, it's tough because I feel like as soon as you express that insecurity, it makes the other, other person feel like you don't trust them, right. even if they're trustworthy to begin with. And I feel like that starts a really, really tough um, kind of like back and forth. That's hard to balance. Um, I'm trying to think back to some of my other relationships because I did a, a few different periods of long distance um, in two other relationships. Oof, distance is hard. And distance is hard. And I would say that I, you know what? It's harder. It's harder now because I feel like with social media and like FaceTime, like we, I kind of like did Zoom and stuff like that when like I, I moved to university and I was long distance in that relationship, which was, you know, only an hour and a half. But like when you don't have a car and you're 18, obviously that is long distance. I mean, any distance when you don't have the capability to, you know, close Just the Just like gap. drive over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I, I feel like it's different now because everyone is so chronically online. 
Like right. you couldn't share your location and stuff like that before when I was in other past relationships for the most part. Yeah, but you think that's the answer to this? No, 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 I'm just saying, I'm just saying I don't have that much experience in having an, an insecure attachment style, I would say. Oh. And I think that, you know, had we had all of like the social media and technology and location and whatever stuff as there is now when I was much younger, like maybe say in high school, et cetera, it might've been worse. But I also think that like I've been pretty lucky that I haven't been majorly burned by anyone yeah. in having trust broken. Yeah. I think I think you have more experience than I do to be honest in in like getting yeah, burned. My, my parents like love me and they like No, uh, I, I'm not not this is not this <laughs> no, is not yeah. yeah parental. I yeah, I've had terrible insecurity around attachment with partners in the past. And I've also been the dickhead who didn't know how to tell somebody I wasn't interested in a second date in a way that was amicable. Why am I answering this question? You've got you've got experience on both sides. Right. But I guess I I feel it's so much harder when you're hearing, like obviously, you know, she has emotions for this, don't get me wrong, but everything she said was just so logical. Yeah. It was well, it was rational, it was logical, it, it, but also it balanced emotion and, and, and reason. Totally. And, and it, it's funny, because I'm thinking to myself, if you build up almost like a, a well, either a tolerance or a, a, a an increasingly, larger feeling of just insecurity because of past experiences. Mm -hmm. Like in any other uh, part of life, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result is, you know, uh, the definition of insanity. But in this one specific thing that's uh, for all intents and purposes, one of the most important decisions in like parts of your existence, especially when you're young trying to get it right and not like, you know, waste your time or others, you almost have to like hit the reset button if you really wanna be able to give people a fair chance, despite yeah. the fact that hitting a reset button opens you up for more- To get her. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think there's a level of, I mean, somebody uh, much better at putting words together said some quote about uh, uh, intentionally uh, thinking or being appreciative of anything that, although makes you sad now, looking back on, made you happy at the time. Uh, as like oh, a- Oh yeah, who was that? I don't know. Uh, probably, um, actually no. It was an- uh, Why not an actor? I don't know. The point is, looking back on all the reasons why you you know have a reason to be upset or to be insecure or to be scared, mm -hmm. I think it's important to like, at the same time, acknowledge that and almost walking into the door and you're into like, you know, your next first date. It's like, I acknowledge that all of these things can happen mm -hmm. and I'm purposefully- going to set that on the shelf just long enough for me to be able to like be vulnerable and real with somebody. So that way, if they can prove that that's not always the case with me, I appreciate them even more versus just, you know, 50 first dates reset. What could possibly go wrong? Well, a lot of things, Yeah, but it's like a balance of like understanding, like not ignoring that you have the issue. She obviously isn't. She's mm -hmm. very much aware of it. Totally. She, but the fact that she's, oh, I can't go to therapy right now. And I still have like thought through all this. I'm like, wow, you've done a lot of soul searching. Seriously. Good for you. I just think it's like a balance of, of almost intentionally signing yourself up for being vulnerable with other people mm -hmm. and just knowing where your line is if you're uncomfortable. Because I don't think uh, more technology is the answer to closing the emotional no, gap. No, not at all, at not all. at all, not at all, not at all, not like, at all. I, there's a, to a degree, there's a level of like, especially in the beginning of like of relationships, where obviously 
infidelity is the huge problem in, in relationships all over the place. But like mm. in the beginning of a relationship, hey, you want to be my girlfriend or boyfriend at whatever age? If at week two or three, a late night conversation with an ex happens, but doesn't go anywhere, mm-hmm. but that digital footprint shows itself to your new partner, that could be just all, like all it was required to set you off on this terrible negative path. Yeah. Even though the context there is like, it didn't mean anything or like, you know, it, maybe it, we shouldn't have had it, but also maybe you should have it. Maybe you need to, to get that closure, right? There's just so many things that I feel like digitally influence the real world in a not positive way mm-hmm. that I, I think it's a catch 22. It's hard too, because I think when she finds the right person, like they'll, like you have the opportunity to open up to them and like let them know how you've been, like what your triggers are. So if it's something very simple to be like, if you're on a long drive, text me when you get there. You know what I mean? Like, But I don't like the whole idea of like finding the right person. I don't think you find the right person. I think like you enter that period in your life where- I'm saying when she comes across the person who ends up being compatible with her is what I'm trying to say. But like that in and of itself, right? That that, like the whole idea of like, you gotta go find your person. I don't know. It's it's one thing to like just stay home and not do anything and just like, why isn't anyone like uh, sweeping me off my feet? That's not good. Mm -hmm. But like there's this level of like, you cannot, like at a certain point, you cannot make it happen by yourself. Like there's so many variables at play. Mm -hmm. It was like putting yourself in a position to be able to be- in the uh, like this, this is the right place at the right time with someone that you then. But I feel like that's in. just you doing your part to like totally. be on the process of finding totally a, a person. I just think people feel like like sometimes they look inward negatively when they like can't find their person, and I'm like, it's not like a, a reflection of like your value or your worth that like you just have not been lucky enough to be in the right place, at the right time to find someone, or be in the right place like place in your life to be open to that. Like, I just think it's, 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 there's so many variables at play. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I feel bad for people right now because it's just so many options yeah. and so little commitment. Yeah. Right, right, right. Have you ever had a girlfriend who was like super crazy, like texty being like, where are you? <laughs> who are you with? Da, 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 like that whole situation? Uh, yes and no. Like I haven't had any girlfriend who's, um, I haven't had like a long-term like relationship with someone who's like that. Cause like that, when I start to feel like I'm, but I think this is the exact thing that she's nervous about is right. like is like letting that side show or like win when she's kind of like going back and forth on like Yeah, but there's I think there's like better ways to approach your insecurities than trying to force someone to communicate in ways that they're not able to do naturally versus like working with them or like talking about what makes you happy or what upsets you and like giving that person the opportunity to get better at it versus, hey, you're not good at this or you're not, you're not like, you don't respond fast enough or you're not able to like give it. It's, no, like they don't understand like where you're coming from half the time, I feel like. Like dudes are so good at just being on autopilot. And so like, I feel like there's so much education that goes on of like, hey, this thing that feels really normal and natural to you is actually somebody else's worst nightmare. But the only way that's gonna change is if that person realizes that in real time and shifts the way that they look at hanging out with their friends or turning off their phone versus like, oh, I gotta like text my girlfriend before she gets mad at me. Mm-hmm. No? Yeah, no, I agree. I feel like that, I, I feel like I was, that's what I was trying to say though, oh. in terms of like, when you find someone who is compatible and they can understand your triggers, like you can, you can work together in, in like, mitigating them and also providing comfort in a way that maybe means nothing to the guy, but is, right. is, you know, means the world to her. Well, and semantics, but like, I think it's less that like, oh, 
they understand your triggers and, and more like they have the capability of understanding your triggers because that's the other side of it too. Sure. I just, there's just so much like grow. Like, actually, what it is finding somebody who is in the same place as far as you in terms of like how much they're willing to grow within the relationship mm-hmm. versus being where you want them to be in one very specific uh, thing and not anywhere near close on like other things. Because the last thing she wants is someone who's very communicative and is very emotionally available, but like has other awful, awful tendencies as well. It'd be better for like her to find somebody who's willing to get better at these things with her mm-hmm. than a finished product in this one very specific category and awful otherwise. So anyways, hopefully there was some tangible piece of helpful advice in within all of that. Oh, I, I, I think it's really, this stresses me out. Cause I just wanted to That's be- not helpful. No, it's just, it's just me out yeah, because like, I just feel like she's coming at this so balanced. Yeah, no, no, she's she's got, so anyone would be lucky to have you because you seem emotionally right. mature as, as fuck. It's so easy to like point out like, oh, this is a nightmare. Any improvement would be better. This seems like someone who's like really taken some time to think mm-hmm. about it. Right, right, right. Also, right. I want to go to Belgium and Tokyo. So bad. Same. Okay. <sighs> I feel like a, a weight has been put on my shoulders. I need like a follow-up from her. I, when she successfully... Uh, puts herself in a position to have someone who appreciates her for all she's worth. And by follow-up, Jeremy means he wants a wedding invite. Yeah, that too. Okay, let's do our next caller. Hi. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm actually doing this right now. (laughs) But the thing is, I am a 20-year-old virgin and I know there's nothing wrong with that. But personally, I would like to experience it already. I am starting to feel a little bit embarrassed, you know, with the society we're living in, but also I've never had a boyfriend or a first kiss for that matter. But anyway, I've been also going through a really bad depressive period for the past year and now it's harder for me to socialize, let alone find a person to do it with. And at the same time, I'm really toxic even to myself right now, so I'm definitely not looking to be in a relationship. I don't know. I'm sorry if that's too much, but any advice would be highly appreciated. Also, any tips, you know, for what to expect the first time and how not to completely embarrass myself and not get pregnant. That that would really help. <laughs> oh. But thank you so much if you're listening to this. I love, love, love the podcast. And I hope you have an amazing year and an even better wedding. Bye. Why are these the two sweetest voice notes in the entire world that we've ever heard? Oh, my God. We should do this more often. So sweet. That's so it was kind. so nice. Also, I love how to not get pregnant. It's so funny. I love that. So it would be nice to not get pregnant. And also, like, this, th- uh, yeah, that that is, in fact, I feel like the goal of most people who are having, like, sex for the, the, the point of pleasure is the goal is to not get pregnant. <laughs> yep. uh, go ahead. Um, first of all, um, I feel like I just want to give her credit for being so emotionally aware again of being like, I'm in a toxic place right now. Like I'm not ready to be like a partner to someone, which I think is, is I really applaud that. Cause I just feel like there's so many people who throw themselves into the dating pool and, and, and then end up dating caller number one and, and burning her. Yeah. So I really respect that because I think that people need to be, you know, as whole as possible. (laughs) There's like hope for the future yet. If someone's 20 years old, like, and maybe just like there's just new information, but 20 years old, 
I would not have been able to string all of those th like thoughts, even like individually. Mm -hmm. Like there's just so much maturity there. Frontal cortex, not yeah. fully formed. Good for. Um, I also I also feel sad that she feels like um, oh. any any sentiment of like embarrassment for like still having her virginity. Yeah, and we touched on this a little bit with Pokey too about how um, like because she had phrased it um, about like giving it away, yeah. and I um, kind of like offered a different perspective of like well just, like you're sharing that with someone like you're sharing you know that moment your body like whatever that that intimate that intimate experience it's also about giving something like it's not like a give and take yeah. um so i you i shouldn't come away with less you should, you, you shouldn't feel like you have less after right. yeah exactly but i also understand that like if she wants to experience that like there's also nothing wrong with that as well too like there shouldn't be shame in wanting to go have safe sex casually with someone as well too on that side, as long as like you're in a safe, no, you don't think? Uh, no, I, I think the problem is often anyway, is it religion introduces a variable here. Okay. So it's like, it's sometimes it's difficult for, I feel like young people in general, mm -hmm. even if they're not all that religious to put aside the fact that they know, aside from, you know, parents never wanting to know when their kids are having sex regardless, but even so, the amount of people who I feel like are fearful of what like their parents and the people that go to their church or the people that believe in whatever it is that their their faith says would feel like they're now lesser than because they do this is another element on top of that. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think because she didn't she didn't mention any right. religious portion to it, I think let's assume that no, it's, I was it's just not saying, playing like, a part. Why would you feel like there's like some pressure? Like, you know, it's oh, bad. Oh, the yeah. amount of, of girlfriends that I have that have felt so much shame and have had to unlearn the shame of what their religion has put onto them or like even just growing up in like an all girls Catholic school or whatever, like, yeah. like kind of the stigma that goes along with it and having to unlearn that, it's totally common. Um. Okay, so how not to get pregnant, number one, uh, practice safe sex. We've got so many options for birth control. I love that you're the one uh, uh, giving the the birth control, don't, don't get pregnant talk. The one who's bought two condoms in her life. I have been on the pill, some <laughs> form of birth control since I was 16. I'll do it. I no. think that I was on birth control before I was having sex. But the pill doesn't protect against STDs. STDs and STIs, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know, I was like, I feel like we shouldn't be giving like safe sex advice, but I think the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway is like having safe sex, having like protected sex, it protects you from getting pregnant and it protects you from um, sexually transmitted diseases. Is it, do they actually change STIs? Yeah, yeah, right? It's STDs is out. Yeah, disease is out. Disease is out. Cause it's, and it is an it is an infection because an infection can be treated right. and goes away. Not and all of them. Not always the case, or some. I don't know. See, fuck. We should. This anyway, is not a sexual pod. You know what? How to not get pregnant? I can talk about this. <laughs> uh, make sure that the dude that you are, you know, uh, guess we didn't know was a guy. Well, if she's afraid of getting pregnant, <laughs> <laughs> I still show. I still wouldn't assume. Okay, you win. You right. win. I just wouldn't assume. Anyway, points. <laughs> Whoever you're choosing to be intimate with, yes. like I think uh, being able to trust them in this, in this like moment of vulnerability is well over half the battle. Oh yes, 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 yes. yes. In terms like, of just oh, like what was the delayed reaction there? No, yeah. I was like, but also like if if do you mean do you mean in terms of like the experience or in experience terms of protection? Is, uh, are they being honest about what they like the whole idea of like 
Can you trust somebody to one, uh, wear protection? Yes. Not take it off halfway through. Yes. Have been tested. Yes. Uh, have not been with somebody uh, since their last, like all of like the little things that. I feel like what you just said, that little list there was more helpful. Sure. So the point is there are, are there are like, you're very rational. What I was going to say is that like, world I was like, don't like, don't just go 50% in terms of doing the research and, and putting the effort in. Like there's nothing wrong with, I think a girl carrying protection. No. Like, you know There's what I mean? Like, like you shouldn't just, that's what I'm saying. Like when you're, it's like half of it is like, depending on the other person. By the way, if a guy pulls out a condom from his wallet, don't use that regardless. Also don't use that one because it could be worn down and then they're gonna have holes in it because it is rubber and when rubber gets warm, it gets thin. Because his SWAS and uh, Body heat? Discover card have been rubbing up against <laughs> that thing card. for nine and a half months. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think that little list that you that you um, listed off was was quite helpful. Um, I think what else to expect for the first time is that it's not going to be for ninety nine point nine 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 percent of girls. It is not anything like what you are going to read about what sex. What do you mean? The heavens opened up in the back of that Honda Civic, as I remember, in a Walmart parking lot, and it was just I'm nothing. I'm sure she felt the exact The angels same were singing. Way. It was great. Uh, it was beautiful. But yeah, was I, I think that it's it's not it's not comfortable the first time, and that obviously can be on a scale of uncomfortability. Discomfort. <laughs> Discomfort, sure. uncomfortability, um, all the way up to like it being painful. But also the... Mental, I feel like buildup that gets you stressed is a lot of that. Yeah, and yeah. I think I think that's like this is a great um, part of like when it's someone that you even if it's someone that you don't want to date, as long as like you trust them and you're able to have like open communication, like there needs to be warm up, so much warm up, especially for your very first time. Like you like you deserve. Lauren, you know damn well, for first time sex and warm up are like oil and water. Yeah, but if she's if she is having sex with someone who's not a virgin, right? No, I mean I hope so. I hope so. Demand warm up. Uh, you should. You, you should, deserve warm up. You do deserve. You do deserve warm up. You deserve warm up. Yeah. And that will make such a big difference. You also, know, also lube is not for just like eighty year old people having sex. True. Okay. True. Say it again. Lube is not just for people who are eighty years old and still sexually active. Who is it for? It can be for anyone. There you go. It can be for anyone. Yeah. And like, don't get crazy and buy like crazy, like icy hot lube. That shit is crazy. I I I want to sue Trojan for that shit. Yeah, that should not be. That no. should not be allowed to make skin contact. It, no, to be honest. if I wanted to dip my penis in acid, I yeah. would. To be honest, like all those flavored ones as well too. Uh, yeah. Just it just no. Go with the staples. Yeah. Anyway, point is, I think the thing, how to not get pregnant, or like what to expect, or like not really be. Like, this is all in the same vein. Do what feels comfortable to you, yes. and this is a vulnerable like activity mm -hmm. to begin with, and know that in your mind, however you think it's going to go is not how it's going. Like there's, there's no, there's only so much planning that goes into this. And like, you would think that like, well, that's not true. I think that you could really plan for a lot of it. Sure. But there's a part of it that like you cannot control. And that's part of the experience. I mean, yeah, the penis. Right. But like <laughs> it's another person, right? Like, and also like for guys, no dude is born with an instruction manual on how to use their own penis, let alone oh, anybody God. else's. Yeah, don't we know it? Yeah, right. So uh, I think finding a way to uh, introduce communication in real time sooner than later, key. Like don't allow something that you don't enjoy for, for six minutes to go on and be like, actually, this is not fun for me. Like you, speak up, it's okay. Oh yeah, for sure. It's for a sure. two way conversation. I think also too, um, there's nothing wrong with getting toys beforehand. Totally. But also this comes down to like finding somebody and like making sure that when you decide to, to make this, this leap here, mm -hmm. 
you're with somebody who the environment and what you're trying to do here isn't so wildly uncomfortable to even think about in the first place that like you can't imagine actually doing it until you're doing it. Yeah. Like, I mean, I also think that too, like if, if you are physically and mentally uncomfortable with just like the, your surroundings right. or like just say there's an open window and you can have, you can hear people having a conversation and that like makes you uncomfortable. Like even that much makes your whole body tighten up and like there's a high chance that it's just not gonna feel like it's gonna go in. Right. If your body tenses up and closes, closes the door. And I said, no sex for you. The door? The door. The door? The window? The hole. I don't know. Let's, okay. And anyway, <laughs> there's, I, I, you're, you're thinking about, you're literally putting more thought into this than every guy I've ever met, which is amazing. I mean, I would say that's, that's probably pretty common for the, for right. this, this side of things. But yeah, like, but. that's, that's amazing. That's great. But also like, but I think that there's like a level of, don't assume that he knows better or that he is thinking what you're thinking or like he knows what to do. Like talk. Communicate. Communicate. Yeah. Yeah. Communicate, trust, protect yourself. And protect yourself at all times. You um, deserve warm up. You deserve warm up. And lube is not just for 80 year olds. And uh, one round's fine. Don't try and get overzealous. I mean, yeah, no one's trying to do that on their first time. Some people. Not me. I don't know who is, but. You no, know, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. These kids. Um. Okay. Well, those were the two most beautifully well said voice I, notes we've ever received. And I'm pretty sure they both probably speak multiple languages. So fuck us. I genuinely, I hear things like that and I go, we'll be hopping right back onto Babbel. Yeah. <laughs> you know that you're going to open TikTok and scroll through us at night. Oh, man. Oh, well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the pod. I really like your hair. Thank you so much. You worked hard on that hair today. Thank you so much. Just yapping all day. You gals. Just yapping. Um, I love you dearly. I'll see you next week. That that was that was just as everyone's clear. That was a love you, uh, you guys, not me. No, okay. it was you. I'll see you next week. Okay, see you next week. <laughs> All right, bye, bye. guys. <laughs>